Hello and welcome to the year of Shem 2023. And now, let's go balls deep and meet this week's presenters. Hello and welcome to Eurosham 11, episode 1.0. I'm uh, this week's month's host, Gavin McPherson. Uh, with me is... Ross, are you going to introduce yourself, mate? <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I thought you were going to do the introduction. That's, 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 yeah, brilliant. Yes, Ross Grieve. Hi. Hi, okay. Uh, we're, we were right. This is when you buy the year of shame off of Wish. You're also sort of Cy Stevens as well. But everyone has been wondering who the uh, next uh, recipients of this uh, particularly Poison Chalice is going to be. So we can announce it's going to be us. Uh, from time to time, we're hoping to get a few more uh, familiar faces on to help us out throughout the year. Um, but in terms of uh, how we're playing this year, we're going to use a class system that Simon's going to introduce um, us all to now try and understand where we are with different games. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty much like the original class system that we had back in year one that's like adapted through the years of your shame challenge through I think, 10 years now. And it's, it's, it's stayed pretty standard, but because of some little quirks that have happened throughout the years and the fact that gaming's changed and how you we consume games has changed, then the class system needs to change a little bit. Um, it's six levels. That's quite simple. The first one is quite simply you've unplayed it, you've not played it, you've not touched it, you've downloaded it, you own it, you haven't touched it. Can't get simpler than that. Um, class 2 is your undecided. Uh, for me personally, it gets two 20 minutes attempts. If it doesn't grab me by the first 20 minute attempt, it gets put into the last chance saloon and it gets another 20 minute attempt. If it still doesn't grab me it gets binned it's out of my life it doesn't exist anymore and there have been a couple of big games already this month that have fallen by the wayside because of that class three simply you're playing it class four is you want to revisit some side stuff so you've completed the game but you want to go and collect all the pigeons or you want to do some other side quest it's just something that you want to do before you lay it to bed Class 5, you're done and dusted, everything's good, and then Class 6 is evergreen, and that's for the games such as Gears of War for Gears and Beer Sessions, Destiny 2, any MMO, or games you simply can't finish. Um, Football Manager, FIFA, spring to mind, straight away for me for those two. But that's the class system that I'm using, and I think we're all going to use something similar. For the benefit of the three people that are probably going to listen to this podcast, should we give us an outline of everyone's sort of background with... Uh, gaming, how they sort of came into gaming, what they're using at the moment. Sure. Uh, I'll, I'll crack off. Um, I've pretty much been gaming since I was five years old. Um, goes back to the Sega Mega Drive era. Um, basically, my mum and dad, they used to have this um, ridiculously priced catalogue where you could buy things on tick. So we, I got to see... Basically everybody in my family got a Mega Drive through this catalogue that used to come into my house, um, sit staring at me lovingly, um, and after months of begging, um, one day I came home from school and there was my very own Mega Drive, and that formed a sort of love relationship with Sonic, um, that, well, when I could beat my mum 
off the Mega Drive, I could get in at it. Um, from, I was pretty much a Sega fanboy, so following the Mega Drive, it was into the Saturn. Um, played pretty much everything. Um, following on Dreamcast very briefly, um, and then we kind of made a decision as a house to jump onto the, the next cool thing, which was obviously the, the PS1. So, from there, PS2, and then, well, X Xbox kind of happened, and that's pretty much been my home ever since. Um, every Xbox console since that original Xbox, I've been there day one, itching to get my hands on it. And, yeah, got my Series X, and I do have a PS4, which is sat with maybe four four inches of dust on it at the moment. Uh, gaming PC... That's, yeah, play stuff in that. Pretty much everything. And that's uh, your your 30 second to a minute intro for my, my gaming life. What about you, Si? What's your background with gaming, mate? Oh, my one's nice and simple. If you go back to year one of the Year of Shame Challenge and listen to episode one, all the details are there. But if you're too lazy to do that, it's pretty much that plus 10 years. Started on the Commodore 64. Went to consoles, dabbled in PCs when Wing Commander and Championship Manager was doing the rounds. Uh, went into consoles, back into consoles, went PS1, 2, 3, and then hit onto the Xbox in the tail end of the 360's life, uh, which was pretty much the golden age of gaming. Every game was a pretty much a classic at that point. Um, Went to PS4, got an Xbox One, and then two years ago decided to get a gaming PC um, and move all my games from console to Steam, um, which will come up a little bit more when we go over the, the rules, but that's pretty much my life. I'm pretty much almost 99.9% .9 exclusive on the PC now. Uh, for me, it started with um, a particular um, uncle in the family who had the Atari 2600. And it was the uh, original sort of square single button joysticks and combat that uh, got me into gaming. Um, a bit later on, I had a Atari 800 and then a 520ST. And then my first sort of foray into consoles was a Super NES I got for Christmas uh, that came with Street Fighter 2 Turbo Edition. So that sort of wrote off. Christmas and most of January for that year. Um, from then I went on to uh, an N64 was the first sort of console I bought myself uh, just before I went to uni so that was a really wise decision because the first year of uni was seriously jeopardized by buying that. And then uh, I made the sort of switch in university to uh, some PC gaming. Championship manager was another one that sort of uh, bordered on obsession at times when I was in uni. And then after, after uni I sort of fell out of gave me for a little bit and it wasn't until I got a um, an Xbox 360 with a phone contract that became free that I got a little bit back into gaming and through uh, Mitchell Mate then we got back into um, Xbox gaming where we realised we could um, game with each other at other ends of the country and I've stuck with it ever since up until the Series X that sat beside me now. Uh, I've still got a gaming PC which I got last year uh, but it's uh, a gaming laptop and I'm slowly getting back into PC gaming as well. But that's where uh, my background is. So, just just to be clear, you actually graduated. Just about yes. While playing championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> I've been there. My my whole university was, uh, yeah. I mean, it was World of Warcraft when I was at uh, university, and I am really, really surprised that I got anything done. Between be, between staying up to six a.m. for raids and then rocking into uni four hours later, yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> there is a new version that I downloaded. Um, I think it was free on the like Prime Gaming stuff last year, um, but I didn't open it up yet just in case I sort of fall through that sort of pit of uh, it, it becoming sort of life draining again. Oh, it totally does get life draining. I remember the first year that I got the gaming PC, I completed something like 24 games that first year, and 20 of them were up to Football Manager 2022 being released, and then nothing got completed after that. <laughs> I suppose as well, it's, it's one of those games that never really ends, and there's always something you can think of doing, you know, the smallest team you can get to the Champions League final, or... Yeah, what well, is it? It's like you try and set yourself. To, I always try and set myself targets, and I was like, right, I've got to do this, and if I can get this club to here, that's me. I'm happy. I can say that I've put everything I wanted to into this game. And then someone came. I noticed one thing, and it was like the best challenge in the world. It's called the Leo DiCaprio challenge, and basically you can only sign players under 21, and as soon as they become 25, you have to dump them. <laughs> Not here to that, but that does sound interesting. Right, in terms of um, you're ashamed, it's a different thing to everyone, really. So what we'd sort of like to set of what our view is on our particular you're ashamed is um, for each of us, and then we'll see how we get on um, through the challenge throughout the year. Um, for me, I've got uh, Game Pass sort of prepaid up until 2024 at some point, so I'm keen not to. Um, lose any of that, but at the same measure, I don't want to make this year pointless to any degree. So my aim is not to play any game that's uh, released in 2023. Uh, now, obviously, if there's something in 2022 uh, that was released then that comes on a Game Pass uh, in 2023, I think that's fair game because it's a 2022 game. But um, my aim is to effectively not spend any money um, throughout this year. Um, I've got a fairly reasonable back catalogue, but I think my only fear is that I game share with um, a mate of mine who buys games like they're going out of fashion, and quite a few have turned up already, including the new uh, Jedi one, which is going to be sorely tempting when you can see it there, and it's one click away. So that, that, that's going to be my... You know, I'm going to try to uh, not to buy anything at all. Um, we'll see how we get on. What's your year going to be, Ross? I, I'm really still torn. Um, I mean, th things are changing with the likes of Game Pass and PS Plus and all these services. Um, I mean, in, in particular with Game Pass, I am, I think I'm just in a December 2025. Um, so pretty much like you, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to lose the. It's not so much money because it's been reward points, but I don't want to lose what I've effectively put into that. Um, but equally, I don't want to continue down the sort of path I'm doing where or I have been, where something comes onto Game Pass, I'll fire it on and go, oh, this seems cool. And then something else comes along and I'll go play that. And it, just, it becomes a cycle where I just try try and play everything that's coming out and I've ended up with, like, I don't know, upward, probably at this point, upwards of 100 games that I've started um maybe liked a little bit and then just kind of shelved because 
something else has come along. So what I'm what I'm going to try and stick to at at the moment might change, um, but I'm effectively giving myself uh, doing ten in or ten out, one in, uh, should I say? So before I can touch anything new in Game Pass, I need to finish ten. Um, like I say, I don't know. It might change depending on how much I get. I get. Uh, ripped for it here, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, we've got Jace looting in the wings, you're going to get ripped. <laughs> uh, that's fine, that's fine. I can take a ribbon for J- Jace, oh god. I, that is, if you're all done, I'll, my one, I'm a bit, I'm very aware that when I did the first year of Shameless, like I was the editor of Midlife Gamer, um, so I occasionally got review copies of games. And even though I never actually reviewed anything that I wanted, I was always giving that to like the other the writers, and I would just pick up the other stuff. But there were so many games that I would have to get them that that, that I always got like the reputation of eyes oh, just getting all these review copies. And like this year, I want to like go full on hardcore. So the rules I've got on this is there's a Joker. Now I'm giving up my Joker. Because my daughter plays House Flipper on my Steam account. And Jace was very much of, oh, it's so fucking easy to get a child account, blah, 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 that's no excuse. But I don't, because if I give her her own child account on Steam, on my PC, it's just it's just a whole world of pain and I won't get anything done on my PC. So I'm technically giving up my Joker to get her House Flipper 2 when it's released. Um, so no Joker effectively uh, no gifts no points no credit no cash nothing free games are allowed so I can pick game stores once a week freebies I'll have a look at a lot of them now I'm getting to the point where if I don't fancy it, I'm not even downloading it but they are allowed so I can get them from Amazon I can get them from epic but I'll actually announce on the show if I'm actually adding anything to the pile on any of those uh, Game Pass, I'm a bit like you guys as well. I've pretty much done, I did the, the cheat and got like three years worth of service for next to no pounds at all. Um, so I'm locked down to about 2025, but I don't want that to be a thing. And I know it's going to be a thing because that's the main part of how gaming's changed and how we consume games now. We had like Love Film and that 10 years ago, uh, but Game Pass and PlayStation Plus and the Plus catalogue, the Now catalogue, that's all the new way of doing it. So for me, I looked at all the Game Pass games that were on the service on the 31st of December and I added everything that I wanted to play to my list and to my pile. And I'm not adding anything else from Game Pass for the year. With that, there's also a couple of caveats that... My PS4 has been archived to the loft, but my profile is on my son's PS5, and it's been like that since April, so he can utilise my old Plus library, but he occasionally uses my profile, because you can't share Plus add-ons, like you get if you get for Fortnite or for Call of Duty or anything like that. So he tends to occasionally use my profile, but for my, and for the whole perspective, it says my PSN profile has been retired. So, but don't come at me if you start seeing my PSN profile start playing games. It's not technically me. Um, that's pretty much my rules. 
I should say as well, the um, I was planning on um, possibly replacing Joker so the I'm not sure whether I will or not, but um, the other thing that um, I will be doing throughout the year is uh, claiming the free games on sort of Amazon and Epic, but not playing them. Um, because obviously they're free, you may, you may as well add them to your library, but uh, in terms of uh, my, I've, I've got enough to be getting on with, so I'm not going to be uh, looking to play them. Fair enough. Yeah, I think that I think that's kind of where I stand with the freebies as well. Um, the the one sort of caveat to that is if it's something that's like batshit crazy um, for a Friday night, it's been free. Um, I'll play it once on a Friday. I'm not going to restrict myself for the sort of you know the week, the weekly gears and beers for this for the sake of an hour's playtime on something that was free. Um, I, I don't care that much. I will play it probably have a fucking crack and laugh and then never touch it again like many of the games that Dave Dave's had me buying over the years <laughs> so what I was just wondering what formats everyone's going for on this year is it just PC or you count console as well or PC and Xbox for me uh, yeah Ross? probably mostly the same I mean PC, Xbox, uh, that's where the, the vast majority of my backlog lies. Um, I do have, uh, on the PS4, I've, I've, I've actually ended up with two copies of that Ghosts of Tsushima, um, because I lost my copy, then I bought another copy, found the copy. Uh, both of them are still in the, the wrapping. Um, I think there's a couple other things in there that I've, I've played and never bothered to finish Uncharted 4. Um that's one of the ones I want to knock off this year, just to say it's done. Uh, but yeah, so pretty much everything apart from a Switch. <laughs> I've got a Switch as well. I'm, I'm pretty much going for PC, so like Steam, Epic, Amazon. The Switch from when I'm waiting for ferries for work, and probably the Quest for when I'm staying in hotels for work. That is if the Quest isn't fucked, thanks to Zuckerberg playing around with settings and what you can do with the original Quest. Anything to get you by the new one. Yeah, this is exactly it. So, is there any particular aims anyone's aiming for? So, do you have any particular game that someone wants to have a go at that they've been putting off for? Uh, well, I should probably say Skyrim, but I know that's just going to end in disaster. It's aimed, ended in disaster every year for the last 10 years, and the 84 bajillion formats that I've owned it. I've got a particular one that comes with a bit of a confession. In my library, I must have about six or seven Assassin's Creed games that um, either I've bought or my mates bought. I haven't played a single one of them, ever. So, well, there goes your ear. <laughs> so my aim is to complete, try to complete at least one of them. I'm not sure that this... I mean, is this going back on, to like... This is going back to 360 start. days, at least. So I'm open to suggestions. I'll throw out the list in the comments as to which ones I've got. But um, I think I was just going to try and play a couple of them, much like Simon's uh, sort of um, method, just see which one sort of grabs me and which one feels... Because uh, I, I don't want to sort of you know, flog yourself through something if, if you're not going to enjoy it, but, uh, you know, you, you still want to... Ubisoft. Play the first one and then just play the first one again, then the first one again, then the first one again. <laughs> Job done. Yeah, I mean, it kind of, kind of <laughs> peaked with Assassin's Creed 2. And my eyes, pitchforks at dawn. But then I really, I really enjoyed Assassin's Creed Three as well. Um, that that gets a lot of hate from everybody. Uh, 
I, I enjoyed the the little addition of being able to climb trees. I thought that was cool as fuck. But plus the hunting that, that kind of kicked that off. Um, but I mean, I'd say start at the start. You've got to you'd play. I'd probably do one, free to complete two. the story and then. Um, I think you could, you could you could try and argue what ones they skip, but they're all they're all sort of good in their own way. Um, Unity. <laughs> I mean, I played through Unity. Black Flag, Black Flag was good. It was it was something different, I think, as well. And then, well, you get to the sort of newer releases, and they're they're I mean, they're not Assassin's Creed anymore. They're just called Assassin's Creed. Um, although that that could sort of change with the one that's scheduled for this year, but uh, we may talk about that later. My, I didn't have even aim for like a particular game. Um, I just had a name for like completing so many games and I was aiming for like two a month and so 24 games through the year but when like, I was creating my tracker which I'll post somewhere in the group so that everyone can see I've got a ton of like 30 minute to 3 hour games on there so I'm probably going to aim for 30 completions at a minimum for the year yeah I just need to start reducing all those all those games that I've kind of half arsed attempted the, the one sort of thing I want to try and get through is the Mafia Trilogy um, I I've I've played Mafia one and two on the the three sixty. Uh, bought Mafia three. Pretty sure it was day one. Um, didn't didn't really get on with it. Um, bought the the full like deluxe bundle. Pretty sure that came for Turkey or something at the time. So I mean, it was cheap, but played a few hours and then fell off it. Fell out of it. Um, but then I bought the the remastered or rebooted, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Mafia 1 and 2 definitive editions, so they're sitting there. So I want to this year get get them to 1, 2 and 3. Uh, finish that off. And the one other one, uh, was something I picked up just before we we crossed, crossed the line into 2022, and that was Shenmue 3. As I t- touched on earlier that I was a bit of a Sega fanboy, so I had Shenmue on the, the Dreamcast, picked up Shenmue 2 on, was that the X, Xbox One? That must have been, because there's no achievements yet. Xbox One, played the shit out of that, I loved every minute of them, um, never ever bothered with Shenmue 3 because it was a Sony thing, uh, noticed it on Steam for three quid just before we, we came into this, so picked that up, so that's, that's one I really, really want to round off and see where that story goes know that I can actually remember it for when I played it what, 10 12 upward years ago okay what's everyone playing at the moment then obviously it's only been an early start to the year already we're already just about in January but uh, what's everyone been playing so, so far or enjoying I've played a f- <laughs> I've been blitzing shit this month um, with the whole 20 minute thing um, but I've been I had a few games that I finished off um, just that I'd started last year and was just finishing off which counts towards the whole 30 because it was this year I finished them um, what are we playing what am I playing at the moment um, is Cult of Cult oh, of the Lamb fucking brilliant man. Um, oh I didn't think I was going to like it as much and I saw last year everyone was like going mental for it in like the Midlife Gamer Friday night chat everyone was loving this game and I was like yeah but I'm not paying full price I don't like playing full price for games and then it 
dropped in the Steam sale, and I was just like, I'm gonna just drop on this, and it's like. I was playing other things and I just started that and it's like I was hooked instantly and it's just like so funny, so humorous, so absorbing and it's like it's one of those games that you can it you can run through a level in twenty minutes, thirty minutes, but you wanna play another one and you wanna play another one and it's like I'm not gonna to give too much away on it, but you go off and do a quest, but you have to go back to your cult because someone's like <laughs> shot himself in the corner and making everyone feel sick. Um, so you've got to go back to your cult and end your quest, otherwise everyone dies. And it's like, yeah, oh, so absorbing, so my wheelhouse right now as well. Anything else, or is that uh, just sort of taken over you for the last uh, thirty days or so? Oh, oh no, there's much more. Um, but I didn't realize we were going to go through that just now. Um, but yeah, if you want to, complete it. Uh, this month I've completed Disney's Dreamlight Valley. Um, sounds like a stupid game to play, but so relaxing. Such a nice little palette cleanser. Completely finished it. Finished all four of the main quests, and I've made it an evergreen, because I know I'm going to go back probably once every six weeks and so to do like the star quests and just pick up shit. It was just basically originally just to get the Stitch character to piss my daughter off because she hasn't got him yet. But I've got that now, and yeah, it's totally in my evergreens. Uh, completed Funk of Titans, running, jumping, funkiness, which is wholly fucking repetitive, but it's done out of the way. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite got finished, which is just purely a poor man's injustice. Um, Townscape I've finished, that's a pure old school trophy rinser all done and dusted in about 20 minutes um, Peglin Peglin is, if you haven't got it it's fucking awesome, you're not going to get it for 12 months but when this time next year you've got to get it, it's basically if Peggle and FTL had a bastard love child, it would be Peglin um, things that I've dabbled in 12 Labors of Hercules Free, which is a great little worker clicker, that again cleanses the palette, Cult of the Lamb we've already mentioned Fuser, which is basically a digital version of the board game Drop Mix, where you make mixes in festivals, you're an old school DJ. Bit annoying at times, but yeah, that's it's onto Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection I started. That shit wasn't this hard when I played it on the SNES 20 odd years ago. Um, I've also played around, and these are in Last Chance Saloons for me, City Skyline. Totally don't get the hype for this one. I'm going to give it another try or it's going in the bin. Um, craft the World. I sat playing the tutorial thinking this shit really, really needs a tutorial. Um, Godhood I played. And it's one of those games that simply exists to piss me off. At one point, it literally tells you that you will not understand all of the elements of the game to start with. But they'll explain it when you need to. But then proceeds to give you every single element of the game and not explain it. Um, I've binned Pandemic. Um, I've come to the conclusion digital versions of board games are pretty much this generation's movie video games. And I've binned off Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga because Lego games stopped being fun or funny when they started getting voice acting. Gotta just screw there, mate. I think they're absolutely hilarious. Great fun. Oh, no, I just, I don't know if it's if it's where I am at the time when I was playing it, but I just, 
I wanted it to be silent again. I wanted it. To, I just couldn't get into it. Plus the fact it was like I started off using the prequels as well. I decided to go like episode one. First, I mean, it's as if you, you know where that ends for Star Wars. Started at the worst end of the uh, of, of of the of the starting block. If you're going wrong with episode one, two, three, it's, it was never the best of the films, was it? I mean, uh... yeah, and it, no, I, I I tried it for twenty minutes. I was like, oh, and I tried it for another twenty minutes, and I was like, nah, fuck it, and it disappeared. I, I mean, the Lego games I enjoyed the most were the um, the Marvel superheroes games. I thought they were brilliant. Yeah, just for sheer amount of characters alone. Yeah, I've, I've fucking spent many many an hour when I should have been working fucking collecting bricks for my son because um, he used to get really fucking excited coming home from school to see what, what characters were there and then spend the rest of the night just dicking about wasn't the was it the Marvel one or was it the DC one they really went all out with the voice acting and then they got like Stephen Amell from Arrow to voice yes. Arrow and like the cartoon guys to do Batman and no, yes. no, it, it, it was both them in the Marvel superheroes. They had a load of um, voice actors the from the Marvel ones. Cinematic Universe. They had um, Clark Gregg, who played Agent Coulson. Yeah, they, they got the cheap ones, not not the uh, you know big blockbuster talent, <laughs> but it, it was enough to uh, make make it work. I think because the whole story was based around Shield anyway, so uh, it just made sense that you'd have sort of agents sort of narrating your way through it. See, I've got all the Lego, most of the Lego games on Steam, and Star Wars Saga kind of made me hesitate about trying any of the others. And I've I've had Bat- Lego Batman and all the Lego Batmans on pretty much every format since it's been released. And it's just like, oh, I really want to play it, but yeah, it made me hesitate. So I might go back to it later in the year. And I'm in a different. Mindset. I mean, I, I was stuck. I got them to play with my daughter. She liked uh, playing the Lego games on Xbox. She loves Lego generally. But uh, what I was finding is that she would get bored after about an hour or so and sort of wander off to do something else. An hour later, I'd still be sat there playing it on my own. I think what I struggle with is that, especially in the Lego games, it's like I can't just play a level. For a good example, like when I was playing that Star Wars saga, I spent about thirty minutes. In the opening hangar, just breaking stuff to collect, to collect the little bits and the bricks, and it's just like I'm going to be here forever if I do this. And it's then it's like I started playing the game, and it's just like now I don't feel like I'm playing the game properly because I'm not collecting everything that's available. We like games. It's no the first pass. It's no. I wouldn't even look at collecting anything because you can't. You're not getting everything until you go back to free play. So it's. Play through, do the sort of story pieces, get get to the end, unlock your free play. Either, you know, do it all in one, then go back and do everything free play. But once you, once you start doing the free play and unlocking all the extra characters to get all your wee sort of bits and your mini kits, and and then start unlocking the cheat codes, that that, that makes it awesome. I love the cheat codes. Times ten studs. Basically, pick up one and you get the level true believer or whatever the equivalent is in Star Wars. I don't know. Maybe there's another look later on then, definitely. Um, Ross, what have you been doing this month on Game Joyce? I'll I'll start from pretty much, what, the 1st of January. That's that's maybe the easiest way. Uh, 
Yeah, maybe it was the second. Can't quite remember, but I completed one game, uh, and I'm counting it as completed this year because although it was one one achievement, and we pretty much done the the full full lot of work um, since October, and that was grounded. Um, so that that was just fucking awesome. Um, played the whole lot in in co-op with uh, Monty, a life gamer, Monty, uh, Mark Monahan. Started that in October. Really wasn't sure about it. Looking at it, not not my usual sort of type of game. I'm no no one for the the sort of whole crafting shit. Um, but we we started that and we played it pretty much every every night that we were able to get on together. It was like two three hours and then like jumping on at lunchtime at work to continue building our little our little house. Which I mean, it, it looked a fucking mess because none of us are uh, well, we're no architects. We, we went for a uh, sort of use rather than looks um, but yeah finished that off pretty pretty soon into the year um, but if if you've not played it 100, 100% recommend it um, re- really good good fun was it was it better than the game preview or because I've done a little bit of the game preview but it was didn't particularly grab me I mean we, we only started playing it once once the the sort of story was like the story mode released and it was effectively a game you could complete um, and we we done as I say we done absolutely everything and it got the the full gamer score out of it and I it was it was one of those like it was really sad to see the end of it uh, just because you could go back and build and stuff but there's nothing there's no real much point um, so kind of watching that if they do do something like around a free DLC or something I'd be I'd be jumping straight back into that that was a good three three four months to finish it. Uh, it's probably a bit cheeky to call it a completion for this year based on the fact that I think 140 hours or something were, were last year, but we'll we'll take that 10 minutes this year and call it the first first finish. Um, other games on the, the, the sort of pile to tick off, uh, Vampire Survivors, I'm sure everybody's heard that, that's like fucking cracking a game. Um, picked up the DLC, finished all that, just sat. Never touched that again since, because I know I'll just sit and play that all fucking year. Uh, played another one, uh, one of these sort of quick achievement picker-uppers, uh, Genesis Noir. Um, really, really nice visually. Um, total fucking crazy. My mind was a total mind trip. Um, basically, on if you if you sat on acid and looked at this, I think you'd probably fucking die. Um, what else did we have? Next, next sort of co-op game that we moved on to after uh, Grounded was Evil West. I picked that up with uh, what do you call it? Microsoft Reward Points before the the new year started. Um, as a co-op game, shit. Think it's got the basis of a good game in there, but they just made a few like really stupid design choices like you're both the same character in your co-op world um, your progress for the, the sort of player joining the host, that's not saved so they just get lumbered with whatever build you've got at the start of the night sort of thing uh, just I don't know, just, we're, we're playing through it and there's there's sort of there's environmental interactions and you can't both do them at the same time so one of you is kind of just sat at the back in a sort of stuck animation and then you kind of teleport to where you're meant to be uh, so yeah bit bit of a letdown but hey it was free 
just quickly after that, moved done high on life, that jumped into Game Pass, played that. Not personally not really a fan of the whole Rick and Morty thing. Um obviously everybody raves about the humour in it. Had a few laughs on it. Overall decent game. Apart for the, the last achievement that's broken and they can get fucked. Uh, two more, so I picked up well, picked up it was on Game Pass a mem- memoir blue. Um, purely, purely because I'd seen that Dave had played it and he got a thousand points in like an hour, so I was like, "Give me, give me that gamer score." Um, no, got a fucking. Clue it was basically part to. of your um, gamer score pissing contest with Dave, was it? Ah, yeah, pretty much. It's, it's, just, it's like a wee game. It's like uh, you just see Dave getting the thousands. It's like what, what's he played that's easy that I can just get close and then ride it out for a wee bit. And then you come back the next day and he's fucking rinsed another three games and you're just like, oh, fuck that. Um, but no, that that was that was a very, very weird game. I don't know, it was like kind of a, a, a story about, a, I guess, a, a daughter losing her relationship with her mum and then how they connect back together or some pish. But, I mean, the, the most... Uh, the most entertaining part of the full thing was uh, the the true achievements, true achievements guide for getting the last sort of achievements. It was like the guy just uh, as as the guide progressed, he just he got more and more pissed off, and he just kind of uh, just lost his shit with it a bit. I mean, uh, I think the 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 box quote for that guide was "Unleash your inner Hulk and I a, a bunch of kelp." So yeah, easy completion, shit game, um, and the last one that's. Uh, our new co-op game, uh, another recent adi- addition to Game Pass, uh, Gunfire Reborn, which Monty's been at me to pick up for, for ages since it kind of launched on Steam, um, but I don't like spending money that much. So as soon as it came to Game Pass, I thought, I'll give it a try, what's the worst that can happen? And it's kind of, I don't know, a, b- a bit of a borderlands looking feel to it, uh, mashed with a roguelike. We've, uh, we've had a, g- a good few runs, hitting the sort of hour mark and then getting wiped at the same fucking boss every time um, so that, that's probably got to be on the on the sort of rotation for well, the, a good while at least um, just word of warning for anybody who's uh, a bit anal about gamer gamer score points, it does throw single point figures at you which has really fucked me off knocking my, my gamer score into odd uneven shitty numbers I don't like it and that's me, so what about you, Gav? Oh, for me, it's um, the game I've been playing at the moment is uh, the new Halo. I've been playing that uh, cooperatively with a couple of mates. Uh, we purposely held back until um, the co-op mode came out before going through it. Uh, it is really good, awesome, really enjoying it. Um, really good fun, particularly with, it'd be better if it was four of you, but uh, as it is, there's three of us, so it, it is quite good fun. And uh, best Halo game I've played for a while. Um, I'm still, well, it, it, it's, it's almost in its evergreen class at the moment. I'm still playing through Far Cry 5 with Dave. Don't think that game's ever going to go away. Uh, we seem to sort of steal 20 minutes here, half an hour there. So by the time we've picked it up, figured out what the controls were again, uh, what we were supposed to be doing, you know, we've gone off and we used sort of use it as a sort of, uh, either start the night or end the night when we're playing something else. So that game's going to be ages completing. And the other one that's really pulled me back in is um, Modern Warfare 2. Um, I got a free copy of it when um, I bought my laptop last year um, and eventually had the code came through 
And um, I, I, I thought it was okay because I played a little bit of it. Um, and but what really got me was the um, the difficulty sort of scaling on it. it it's a lot easier uh, for sort of casual gamers than some of the other um, previous incarnations. Um, and I don't feel sort of playing it that you're sort of uh, getting sort of you know, rinsed every game by sort of 13-year-olds with little automatic pistols. You've, you've got a chance and uh, it, it is good fun. Um, I've had a good bit of um, time on it over the last couple of weeks, uh, particularly trying to get through the battle pass on it. And there's a couple of... Um, they've just finished a double XP weekend, which has helped no end. I think I've got, I've got 40 levels in uh, the past three days um, due to that. But uh, it, it is really good, particularly when they've got some of the old um, maps, like Shipment, they've brought back. And it's just pure chaos and carnage and uh, really good fun. Uh, there is that as well. And one of the things I'm going to try and do over the 16 days left on the Battle Pass and potentially you can earn enough credits from the battle past to get you the next one so so my view is well i'm earning this by playing the game i'm not buying the battle pass so i, th I think that is fair game to use the points that uh, in the game to buy your game. Mm. i'm joking i'm joking i'd, I'd do the same uh, <laughs> i think i've got enough fucking v bucks sitting on fortnite um know that know that we've played fortnite since i don't know whenever the last Friday we played it. Um, well, I think the last we played it was the no-build mode, wasn't it? And that has sort of changed it for me. I, I hated it before that. Um, because you, you try yeah, to kill someone yeah. who's building a tower yeah. quick and then you can actually shoot the thing. Oh, and then you find that they're fucking yeah. 10 years old. I mean, I, I've, seen, I've seen my son play it. It's like fucking witchcraft, man. These buildings just fucking fly up and I'm... I'm, I'm 42 years old. My hands don't move that quickly. Yeah, fuck build mode. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much the same. I watched my boy when we got into lockdown. He like really got into like Fortnite during the very first lockdown, and it was basically they used it him and his friends as a way of like basically interacting with each other when we couldn't interact with anyone. And yeah, watching them play, and it's just like I used to remember being good at games, but I don't remember being that good at games. No, definitely. Um, I'm very much of the opinion that I'll, I'll let him uh, let him play all he wants. Okay. Future esports e gamer here. Let's buy buy dad a new house. Go for it. That's the retirement plan, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So a, but... the other thing that's really been sort of uh, testing me this weekend is uh, Goldeneye, and I've been struggling to uh, resist it. Everywhere I see it, either someone streaming it or. Um, Someone going live playing it, or I think someone on the Gears uh, Beers group are uh, having a go at it on uh, over the weekend. Uh, it's one I really struggle with because I love that game so much, particularly the mode where you had uh, pistols only, one shot, one kill. The man with the golden gun mode, that was it. And uh, that was really you know, the best version of that. And uh, I, I did have a uh, discussion along the lines of. Well, it's not really a new game. It came out in the 90s. It's a direct port. It's not a remaster or anything. It's the same old graphics. It's, you know, it, it should be fair game. Uh, particularly when I, I think there was... I think it might have been Dave or, or some of the lads last year used uh, a tactic that uh, if they've got it on another, another device, it was, fair, it was fair game. So um, I thought I'd pull up the card and uh, I've got an old N64 cartridge here, so surely if I've got the cartridge, it's... Uh, it's fair game to play it on the Xbox. 
Oh, I think we've got our first community polling coming here. <laughs> if, if you can get that in your Xbox, then fine, go for it. No sure though, it's probably about the size of the Xbox. Now, I mean, the one the one thing with it though is that not it, was that not given out free if you owned Rare Replay, like an add-on for that. Although it's listed on whatever fucking uh, whatever is a new Game Pass edition, I think if you take away Game Pass. If you own Rare Replay, you get it. So, I mean, in my eyes, I mean, I, I've sp- I spent the last year telling Dave to play what the fuck he wanted because I missed I missed playing some of the random Friday shit with him. Um, I won't tell anybody, so I'm probably not the, the best person to ask. But I mean, I'd say it's fair game. I, I do actually own Rare Replay, but I don't think I've ever booted it. The other thing that uh, I had been playing, but I got uh, just uh, for New Year's, was the Atari 50 collection. Actually, bought actually bought a physical copy of the game because it was about twenty quid cheaper than uh, than buying the uh, digital one. So, uh, so that's that's been good, um, and we've even managed to get a version of uh, Combat um, up and running with an online multiplayer, uh, even though that uh, it doesn't have it on the collection. Uh, we used a program called Parsec, so if one person's got it, it's like a vir- virtual. This, this sounds like something Dave's Dave's set up. This is this is very much a Dave. Uh, this this was about twelve o'clock at night. Both of us had far too many beers, <laughs> and we're transported back to the late nineteen seventies again. <laughs> They're the best ones. Dave's Dave's fucking crazy random nights are always the best. There's always some batshit crazy stuff going on. Remember the horses? That that horse thing he done. That was fucking brilliant. I love that. Fucking turtle where I rock it up its arse. The other thing I'm planning on going back to this year is I'm going to get my uh, old uh, Metro Pie out again and have a look at some of the uh, stuff that's on there. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I don't know if it's just me, but I'm not that keen on retro. It's like, I, I liked it when it was out. It was great, but I, a lot. I think a lot of it for me is like rose tinted specs. I go back and I'm like, I just can't fucking play the shit. There are a couple of couple of uh, exceptions. Being Streets of Rage, I could go back and play that on anything. Um, likewise, Golden Axe. Um, but that, that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I was it Sai that says about uh, Ghosts and Goblins or whatever the fuck that was called. Um, I played that on Jack Switch, like the original NES version. That was fucking solid, I, d- I couldn't get past the first level, like, this was two, three weeks ago, um, it's like nah, 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 I'm just I'm very much leave leave retro in the past I, I, I'm just going to say, I th- think as well games for me used to be harder because I, I, I can remember that back when I had sort of a Super NES and particularly N64, games were relatively expensive for um, you know, the, the amount of time in them so, you know, they were harder and they kept you going for longer. I can remember you know, the amount of times you would try and beat the game. It would you know, take up a huge amount of your childhood. I'll, de- I'll dispute that. I was one game and it's Go- Ghosts and Goblins. I used to play Ghosts and Goblins. I remember playing Ghosts and Goblins on the SNES and I used to remember you'd play it all the way through, complete the boss, and then you had to do a new game plus. And I would play it all the way through, do New Game Plus and get all the way to the final boss, die at the final boss, and then I would try it again. And I am still struggling with level one of the remake on Yeah, Steam. I'm struggling with level one of the original on, you know, the, the Switch, if you've got Switch Online, 
uh, you get access to like the NES and SNES stuff. <laughs> I, I went back and played that. Ah, I, was, like, I seen it there and I was like, oh fuck, I used to play the shit out of that on the Mega Drive. And, and likewise, played it, completed it. Um, and now it's like, I don't know if it's if it's a, a, a control issue, like a responsiveness. That's why I'm putting it down here. It's totally nothing to do with my skill level. Um, I'm not getting worse as I get older. I'm telling you. It's just my eyes. I think it's the analog sticks is the, the problem. So you, you tend to now gravitate to using the analog sticks when you play games. And with those games, even with it on a SNES, you'd have had the up, down, left, right. That's the only thing I can put it down to as well. It's like... We're, we're not old. Just the control system has changed. Tony Hawk's was the same. I, I, could, I couldn't land anything when they remade Tony Hawk's 1 and 2. I just couldn't get the spins right but I used to just like drop them down and drop like tricks just at the last second from the air but I just couldn't do it at all you know, I, yeah fuck it I'm old <laughs> I think we're all in the same boat there Hi. Right, is there anyone is anyone looking forward to anything particular this year sir is, is, uh, really think they're going to test looking them. forward as <laughs> Are you talking new games? Because I think that's the wrong the wrong word in there. I'm, I'm not <laughs> looking forward to missing out on a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you joined the wrong podcast. What game do you Wait, think are, are you looking forward to seeing, but think you know you might struggle to resist it, Paul? Yeah, yeah, basically all, all the fucking shit hot games that are coming out that I'm not allowed to touch. Um, I, I I've got a small list. Um, Starfield, um, which I, I'm not going to lie, that that will be getting played. Uh, whether it's, cla- I, I mean, I said at the start my rules were kind of still up in the air, but assuming it, it, assuming I go Joker, that Starfield's my Joker. There's no, that's not up for for debate. Starfield all the way. Do you not think it's going to get nah. pushed out to the next year? Nah. It's already been pushed to. It's already been pushed to the second half it's, of the year. I, I mean, I, I reckon it's got to come in March. Could be way off. I, originally February, but we're too close. I mean, I, I, I I'd says in one of our sort of chats way back when, um, like before when it was due to come out in November. I think I said in the September. I'm like, Starfield's delayed uh, to February. It was like what's the source? I was like, I'm the source. That's just what I think. And then a couple of weeks later, they delayed it, so I was getting called a bastard and what have you. Um, but I, I guess as we approach that sort of February, March, now, it's, I'm thinking it's possibly got to be March. Just Based around the fact that Bethesda seem to like their, their sort of their, their play on numbers. Like, I think it was, was it Skyrim that was 11-11-11 um, or Fallout or some fucking shit. Um but yeah, I, I'm I'm going for the 23rd of March, 23. So you can quote me on that and tell me to fuck off I was wrong in a couple of months. But that, 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 that's just my, <laughs> my thoughts on it. Um, other games that are due, um, which yeah, uh, Diablo 4. That that will be painful to miss. Jedi sequel to Jedi. Yeah, that looks awesome. Uh, Fallen Academy yeah. or something. Oh, ah, Jedi, Survivor, Jedi Survivor. What? Yeah, uh, that that yeah, because the first one was awesome. But I mean, I dare say if if I wait long enough, it'll hit EA Access or EA Pass, whatever they're calling that these days. 
Uh, other one that I just seen a couple of days ago that was announced was a uh, a sequel to Road ninety six. So that, that was a, a, a one of those narrative driven games that hit Game Pass last year. Um, really enjoyed that. A really good story, and they've announced a sequel which may or may not be coming to Game Pass. It's definitely coming to a uh, PlayStation consoles this time, but that's that's probably got to be worth a look. I think off the back of that, I bought one of the other games and uh, haven't haven't started that. Um, hence why we're we're in this position here. Uh, only two other ones. I mean, <laughs> one of them that I've had I had on the list was uh, the Suicide Squad. That I'm, uh, I need I'd need to really see more on that. Um, I, I've got a funny feeling that's going to go the way of uh, Gotham Knights, or you know, it, it, it's looking like it's got to be one of these games as a service type fuckers, and I just want a nice co-op story-heavy game with a start and an end. It's like, how fucking hard can it be? And then, looking through that list, the other one that popped up was Alan Wake 2. Um, We've not really seen anything on that, so that that could go either way, but first Alan Wake, fucking loved. Um, another one of those games that's like totally out of my comfort zone because anything horror and I'm a fucking shitbag. I've not played more than five minutes of Aliens, for example. Um, but nah, I'll make two that kind of round it off. So there's there's probably other things, but they're the, they're the ones that kind of stick out. Yeah, I'm a bit, but my list is a bit like the same. Um, just going from what you mentioned, like Jedi, obviously made my ears prick up when I first saw that. As you say, the first one was just fucking awesome. Yeah, um, Starfield, which I'm kind of hoping is going to get delayed and delayed and delayed, and they want to keep adding polish to it, and we might see it the tail end of the year, and then start seeing it in Steam sales when we're out of this shit idea that we're in. Um, Hogwarts oh, Legacy. Oh, I forgot about that. that. That actually looks really quite fucking nice. Yeah, and I think it's because it's not um, it's not Harry Potter. It is Harry Potter, but it's not Harry Potter. I think that's what's gonna is intriguing me on that one. Um, Mass Effect. If they drop Mass Effect this year, I'm gonna really be struggling. Um, and what was the other one I saw? Dragon Age. Is it Dreadwolf? If that drops this year, I'm gonna be really struggling because, as I said earlier, my fucking joke <laughs> is gonna be on House Flipper Two. For my to be daughter. fair, House Flipper One was was a good game. I. I really enjoyed tearing down well, walls and fucking painting with the press air button. I wish fucking painting was that easy in real life. Well, that's how it started. It was uh, Matt Jones and I think it was Kath or Serena that was basically told me, oh, you've got to get this. It's a fucking amazing game. So, yeah, I picked it up eventually and I played like half an hour. I went, yeah, this is quite relaxing. It's like, it's in my wheelhouse. It's like, if you want to play a game but not want to play a game. And then my daughter walked in and saw it, and she was like, "What's that?" And such and blah blah blah. House flipper. What do you do? You break stuff and build stuff. Can I have a go? Yeah. And then that was the last I saw that game. And it's like she, I've, I've literally played it for half an hour, and looking at my Steam record for it, I have officially played. 272 hours. I don't think I was quite that long. 
uh, I was a very much a get all the achievements, then sack it off for something else. But I know she's fully into it. She's it's like I've had to pick up all the DLC for it for her. The lot she's fully into it, and hey, keeps her quiet and it keeps her happy. So she's happy. I'm happy. So yeah. It's a, and there's probably so many games as well. Digressing here, going back to what we were supposed to be talking about. Um, there's so many games that I've probably not even thought of that are on that list. Um, but my mindset's changed a little bit now because I don't want to play full price for games. And if you're on a PC and you've got Steam, and I know Steam's not the most, the cheapest way of buying games now because you've got CD keys and things like that, but still, when you get that email from Steam going, oh, you know that game that you thought you might like? It's now 90% cheaper. Come by me. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. So it's like, and I've got quite a few games that are coming soon on my wish list. So that might be a bit of a problem going forward. I, I still haven't unsubscribed from the sort of Steam and uh, Galaxy Games and Epic Games emails yet. So I think that's going to have to happen. So I could see one this morning saying... Uh, Something in your wish list is on offer. Yeah, I, I'm not going to unsubscribe to it. I am going fully hardcore. I'm going to keep those emails coming in just to like... Just to get like a virtual kick in the fucking nuts. Abuse yeah. myself even more. Yeah. Oh, it's 90% off this week. You might as well fucking stamp on them and fucking... Squish. Yeah, for me it's a similar... <laughs> I, I don't actually think I've got... I, I don't think I've got anything in my Steam wish yeah, list anymore. For me it's a similar thing... I'm a simple man. <laughs> the Jedi game is going to be a real sort of pull for me, and I think that might end up being my my Joker, just because I love the original so much. Uh, it was really, really good. Um, the other one that sort of got my attention recently was on the showcase. Did it was uh, Redfall. So that looked quite interesting. It basically looks like Back for Blood with uh, vampires. See, that, that was kind of my my input. Um, it, it look, yeah, it, it's Back for Blood. Um, and then everybody started shouting at me. By everybody, I mean Monty. He got really, really pissy um, and went and pulled some fucking quote from some fucking journalist um, where it, it clearly states that it's not um, it's not Back for Blood. It's more like Far Cry 2 than Back for Blood. And I was like, Far Cry 2 was the shit one. Was like, was, is, that, is that not the sort of the general consensus? I mean, I, I played a little bit of Far Cry 2 and it was shit. There's was none worse than fucking, oh, let's go for ultra realism and you need to take some fucking pills or. Was that that one? Don't know. Mind being in gunfights and your gun's jamming. I've not got time for that shit. I just want to fuck shit up. Give me Doom any day. O- open world Doom. Hmm. Nah, fuck. Yeah, pa, 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 the problem. But the other one I'm. Th- I'm th- Thankful of is this. There doesn't seem to be a division game coming out this year. It's been the rumor was the one that was going to be pushed back to 2024. There's like a mobile one, which I I, I can take or leave that. But uh, if there was another sort of you know, division sequel, a proper sort of player versus enemy one, I think I'd, that that would probably be hard as this because I, I went deep into both of those and they were absolutely awesome. Love the stories, all the DLCs. But uh, yeah. Those are the ones I think I'd struggle with. Yeah, I don't even want to see what my 
don't want to see what my played time on the division is. It's in the hundreds of hours easily. It's not not quite Battlefield Four hours. I think Battlefield Four tops tops my list of time played. I think that's sitting at about nine hundred hours on true achievements. Now I, I next after that is probably Gears Five, um, purely from all the Friday nights we've spent on it. I think it must just count time you're in the game because I don't think we've actually spent 900 hours playing between uh, getting pretty fucked up and just chatting shit. And all the beer breaks. Etc. Beer wee breaks. The other thing I was going to uh, get everyone's views on is, um, I don't know if it was just me, I I think Ross might have been uh, party to this as well. (laughs) And he's looking slightly worried when I say this. Is uh, in the lead up to everyone's start of the year, Shane, I had several moments of panic thinking, bloody hell, have I got enough games to, to last me through here? Is this something I really want to get? And, and the odd message from Graves said, you've been panic buying. Because li- literally the odd game would come up on my Steam list. And when I say odd, I mean there was like seven or eight games that were added to my Steam purchase list. Um, and that was on the one day. The other day then, three or four more might have been added. And that was purely because I was at my uh, father-in-law's for the run up to New Year's Eve. And uh, nothing better than sit on my gaming laptop and uh, stuff was coming up in the same. I thought, oh, I really want to play that. I'm, I'm, I'll get that. Uh, particularly, I bought a load of uh, fighting games. Just because in um, lockdown, I got quite into Ace Combat when it came on to Game Pass. Ended up buying a um, Thrustmaster Hota stick for it as well. But particularly, it, for me, it, it was basically taking me back to playing sort of like Afterburner in the arcade again. It's completely sort of arcade, not a flight sim, sort of an arcade sim really. But uh, it was really good fun. So I've got uh, Project Wingman and Tiny Combat Arena that I really want to try, which basically looks like an old sort of micropose flight sim. So did, did anyone else have any sort of last minute urgent purchases? I did and I did and I didn't. I... I had a little bit of a splurge on Steam, and that was I just bought a few games off of my wish list, and it was mainly to get rid of the credit that was on I had on Steam. Um, so I had a little bit of splurge there, and I went through Game Pass to basically lock down my Game Pass for the year. Um, so I added things to the list, but I didn't have I didn't look at my list and go, "Oh fuck, I've got two hundred games. That's not going to be enough for the year." Um, I didn't have that aspect. Um, and also I'm really bad for something and it'll become clear through the year And it, as I ditch games um, if I play a game I my brain thinks I like the genre so for a good example is I played XCOM and I fucking loved XCOM and I got to this party late and I loved it and I thought it and you then go on to Steam and it's like, oh, you played XCOM. Maybe you would like this game that's similar to XCOM. It's just the same genre, but it isn't XCOM. But you'll like it because it's the same genre, won't you? And my brain goes, yes, Simon, you will like that game because it is like XCOM. But it's not XCOM. You don't have to play XCOM again. And then I buy that game and I play that game and I go, fuck it. No, the reason I like XCOM is because I like XCOM. I fucking hate this genre. And it's like, I'm really bad for that. And if I look through games that I've bought, and I've ne- not played. And I've got from when I finished XCOM, I think I've got about eight or nine different strategy type games that are exactly the same as XCOM. And they're all crap. 
and they're nothing like XCOM because they're not XCOM. I like XCOM. Um, so yeah, I'm really bad for doing that, and it's like I'll do the same with, like I play Mass Effect. Oh, I like RPGs in space, so I must like RPGs that are open world, so I can play one. And I go, no, that's crap as well. I like that because it was Mass Effect. I liked Mass Effect. So yeah, that's the aspect I'm really bad on. So I tried to avoid panic buying because I knew I would do that. I would go go and find what I think are genres of games I'd like and end up buying games that I don't like. And it's just, that's my probably my weak point that I, I tend to do that and I wanted to avoid that. Also, I also knew that I would buy Football Manager and that would just fuck me over completely for the year. What about you, Ross? Any... Uh... Uh... I, I think I mentioned two of them, which was Evil West and Shenmue 3. Uh, I just, just pulled up my, my list of purchases on the 31st of December. Uh, so that was Evil West, Shenmue 3. Uh, I bought the XCOM 2 collection. Don't know why, never played XCOM. I think I've got XCOM 1, maybe, in the, the pile somewhere. If it was a game of gold or something, um, but I mean, it was like I'd, I can't even remember what was in the collection, but it was eight quid, um, and I had I, I think I had ten, ten, ten quid left over from buying uh, Evil West with the fifty quid of credit I got for my reward points. So I was lo- looking how how do I spend eight, eight pounds? Uh, it was uh, XCOM Two collection. I bought the Vampire Survivors DLC. Um, and I think I've I've lost like forty pence because that credit expires when it's free, uh, and that that was pretty much it. I think I I seem to recall buying other stuff on Steam because there there was a couple of lists when we were talking to Dave. There was a lot of stuff flying about, and I, I definitely bought some of that, but I, I can't find the receipt, and I'm not clicking on stuff. I can't be asked. Um, in all likelihood, unless we've got a night together, um, I probably won't play it. A lot of them, uh, quite a lot. It's like multiplayer shit or whatever. Oh, I uh, did pick up uh, Ghostbusters. Yes, I, I managed to get that as well. Um, which we we still need to get a sort of community night organised on. I think we played maybe ten minutes one Friday while waiting on everybody getting online to go play something else, and that that seemed really fun. Um, kind of keen to play on, like do the whole being the ghost thing. I think that'll be quite fun. Especially against four people you're in a party with and basically terrorising. Yeah, I, I managed to pick that up. I think it was the Epic Store I picked it up on. I think that might have been my sort of uh, New Year's Eve or maybe uh, in the days leading up to it. That that was a purchase. Uh, the, the other one I got was a couple of day, games that uh, they put me on to, which was Donut Dodo and Fourscore, which are just sort of silly games that uh, usually end, end up playing at some point. After long, long after we should have gone to bed, but uh, yeah, I think they'll probably end up going played at some point. I I did think that it was quite it was quite amusing at the time because it's like you've you've got Dave who hadn't finished his year of shame telling us what we had to buy because he was going to buy it at the other side. Um, so we're we're buying shit. I don't know if Dave bought half the stuff or if he even had it in his library to start with. I don't know. Um, but I I, I did pick up a few of those sort of silly type things that he was he was posting. I need to go through my, my Steam library and see what's what. Um, I'm sure whatever night we end up playing it, it'll be a good fucking laugh anyway. That being that, I think that's us for 
uh, this podcast. Uh, there's not much else to say other than this podcast is available from all usual podcast services. We're on Spotify under the Eurashame Challenge. Uh, we're on YouTube under the same. And there's a Facebook group uh, under Eurashame. And there's also, you can find us on the midlifegamer.net on the Discord uh, group, MLG, Life Gamer group. Uh, or you can email us at eurofshame at gmail.com. Uh, we're hopeful to put out a few more questions before uh, the next uh, recording. And we're going to try and keep, uh, keep to one recording a month. And hopefully we'll put some uh, polls out to influence uh, some of our decisions, such as uh, whether we should play Goldmine. Well, I think we all know the answer on that one. Yes! Uh, let's be honest, by the, by the time there's another recording, you've probably fucking played it and finished it. Or put it on and went, what's this shit? This isn't what I remember. Nah, fuck it. Because, I mean, I, Golden Knight was shit the first time around, let's be honest. Controversial! It's going to be one of those games that, e- e- that either you put on and it's awful and not at all like you remember, or it's going to be absolutely brilliant and you're hardly going to play it. Uh, I mean, having watched videos, it, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, in fact, you know what? Let, let's make Gav use his Joker on Goldeneye just, just so he can <laughs> cry. I'm not using my Joker on Goldeneye. Thanks everyone for listening, and uh, hopefully, we'll see you on the next episode. <laughs> Bye for now. Three, two, one, and stop. this is the end. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you didn't, tough titties.